good morning everybody so you may be listening to this and it's a little bit later than usual that's because i've got physio this morning so i'm trying to record this before i go there and it might not be uploaded until after that physio appointment so apologies if you're waiting for this on your journey to work main themes this week is failure basically last week was about injury this week the summer uh, general theme it's always interesting to find like i never planned kind of what to talk about until wednesday thursday and i start trying to put some ideas together this week has seen the theme of failure really we've been dealing with kids not liking losing in line drills and having little little fits and tantrums i've not really spoke about how the beginners seminar went not necessarily a failure, but it didn't work out the way I wanted it to. So there's obviously opportunities now for learning from that. And trying trying something new, basically. If you're going to try something new, the price of admission is criticism. You're going to have positive and negative comments. But as long as you believe in what you're doing and the reasons why, and if you're offering value to somebody then go through with it. But failure is important. Our relationship with him, with failure is important. In one of the emails earlier on in the week, I highlighted the, the kids' class that a few of the kids weren't able to handle losing in the line drill. And it's okay as a kid. That's what we're trying to teach you. That's what parents are trying to teach you, hopefully. That's what your coaches are trying to teach you how to deal with and embrace failure because let, let's not get it twisted it's a massive part of life innit? but if we can have a better relationship with failure the younger we are and the younger our kids are as they go up to be adults they won't see failure as a barrier to starting new things and trying new things we all know people who because of the limiting beliefs around failure and what it entails and maybe looking stupid or scared of what people might think. As adults, they never step out. And I don't want to use the word comfort zone. It's been used ad nauseum throughout the internet and on Instagram. But they never try new things. They might want to change. They're never going to commit to that change because of the fear of failure. So it's cool that the kids reacted like that. It means we can start to instill that lesson in them, how to deal with failure. That's been the theme for this week. The way I treat, I'll use the term failure in um, inverted commas, the way I treat failure, especially in jiu-jitsu, is it's just a game, innit? If I was playing basketball or football and you lost or someone scored a goal against your team, it wouldn't be that much of an issue. But because it, the nature of combat, whatever you want to call it, Mano y mano. We start to see red, and we treat it as an attack on our, our. It's our ego, basically. We just treat it as a game. If you lose, you get tapped. It's just a game. You, me, I'm out of it. You might have been trying something new. You might have been had five hard rounds around before. There's numerous reasons why, but it's not losing. It's just training. You're practicing stuff. In life, when you fail, 
And this is a mindset shift. It's an opportunity. It's an opportunity to review why something went wrong. And that's what I'm going to go through as well today regarding the beginner's seminar. So the main theme this week, our relationship to failure. What is your relationship to failure? Things that went well this week. I had the opportunity this week to talk to two people, two mentors. They're also friends, but the mentors, the they're positioned where I want to be in the future. And it's it was good, both successful people in the their field. And it was good to get their take and delve into the mind of two successful individuals and try and try and get a few little tidbits and a few few things that I can't see because my mind might not work like that about how I can grow personally and professionally and how that can affect the, the club going forward. So that was what really went well. I'm not going to go into too much depth, but I'm excited as to some of the things and some of the ideas that I'm, ex I'm looking forward to trialing and trying to implement. There was also three examples this week of why I do what I do, why I love to do what I do. Someone put on Instagram the other day that when you open up a gym, it's not just about teaching a few classes. There's far more to it. And this week, there was three examples of that really showcase why I do what I do. And intrinsically, I'm not going to really going to go into too much depth and share them, um, share too many details. But one individual hadn't been training for a while, do a little bit of self-conscious. I put out... I've got a very small YouTube channel, Incremental Gains. And every now and again, I put out some podcast interviews. I put out some little videos of any thoughts that I'm thinking of. And I did a selection of videos a few months back. Barriers as to why people, again, don't try stuff new. Specifically Jiu-Jitsu. And I pointed this individual into the direction of the videos. And as a result, came back to Jiu-Jitsu... And the touching aspect was after class, came over and thanked me. And that, that just gave me a proper little buzz. I do them videos, probably like three people are going to watch them. But it helped one individual. And that is why I do what I do. Similarly, similarly, similarly with the emails. I know not everybody reads them. They're not everybody's cup of tea. But we had, I had some good feedback last weekend regarding the emails. And the individual actually said, does anybody actually tell you and thank you for doing them emails? Not that I want thanks and prayers, that's not what it's about, but the fact that it touched this individual and it got him off the couch and got him to training. Or he might have been a bit of a, a head fuzz that day, loads of shit going on, and it got him to training. And that's what they're for. The same thing I'm trying to do with the, the new way of doing the one-to-one. -one. I call it the mentoring. It's just a different way of doing the one-to-one -one private. I received some criticism regarding the way I was doing that. The criticism came from someone outside the club who doesn't even know me. So they don't know what I'm trying to achieve and they don't know the relationship I have with the members. But it's all good. Not everybody's going to be aligned with everything that you do. But the feedback I got from the first individual to take me up on the one-to-one the -one mentoring 30-day 
deep dive into your jiu-jitsu. The feedback was amazing. Opportunities for learning. Our beginner's seminar, we had it a couple of weeks ago. It did not go the way I wanted it to go. Loads of learning from that. Now, I could put it down to experience and just think, well, that was shit, that beginner's seminar, wasn't it? It just didn't work at all. Never do it again. But like I said at the beginning, the summer air, failure, for the want of a better term, is where opportunities come from. If you get everything right, you never get much learning from it, do you? But where there's perceived failure, there's always the opportunity there. There's always an opportunity. So summary of the beginner's seminar, everyone said the content was really good. It was a two-hour seminar just on the fundamental basics positions. We did a few little sequences so the people who attended could understand how the techniques and positions flow into each other. And then we did a few standalone techniques such as collar choke just to show the mechanics of wearing a gi. Five people booked on. I was hoping for more. One no-show. Two individuals were already members of the gym in some capacity. One is involved in the adult program. The other individual, his daughter comes. And there was two friends that were referrals from another guy who's a member of the club. So nobody, it didn't attract anybody who didn't have anything to do with the club. So that's what I need to work on as well. So as a result of that, if I'd have got one member from that beginner's program, I'd have been happy with that. One member who joined the gym and signed up to a monthly membership as a result of that beginner's seminar, that would have been a success. And no one did. So is that a failure? Does that mean I don't do it again? Or where's the lessons involved in that? Where's the opportunities? So the things I could change about that, I could do it on a different day of the week. Maybe Sunday doesn't suit everybody. Sunday morning, family commitments, different day of the week. Maybe I did the advertising too long. I think it was like a month before. So once someone signed up to it, there was nothing in the interim building up to it. And you know what it's like? People sign up for something a month before. They're in a, they're in a hot state at that point. They're ready, they're motivated. A month later down the line, yeah, they're not. So maybe the advertising was a bit too long. The time frame, there was nothing in the interim. So there was nothing to stimulate them and keep them buzzing. Maybe like a, a video every so often, just to keep chipping away. The individuals who signed up had no skin in the game. It was pay, on, pay as you go, pay on the door. So there was no incentive to turn up. I also had to, I double booked on that day. So I had an appointment well, it wasn't an appointment. I had um, I was going to my first ever football game, Liverpool and Norwich FA Cup match at Anfield. Never been a football game before. That's a different story. But I had to shoot off because I had to get there for that kickoff. So I did rush off a little bit at the end, which isn't isn't very professional. And my advertisement was just a simple poster that I'd created. It's not my skill set. So maybe next time I could have tried a video. So that is opportunities for learning. Again, with every every failure, perceived failure, there's opportunities for growth, for improvement. 
and that gives me data now, doesn't it? Data to go away and try it again. Another opportunity for learning, calling out and shouting out to all the purple belts. We're missing you in the lineup. We're missing you in the class. Where's all the purple belts gone? We've heard of the blue belt blues, purple belts. Blues, yeah, it doesn't have the same ring to it, but it's the same problem. Where you at, purple belts, get your ass back into class. Not everybody, just a generalisation, not everybody. Points to take forward this week. Due to the the conversations I had with two, two mentors this week, I'm questioning whether or not we need... I mean, it was a big issue with me and I think it was just I had something in my head and I wanted to, to approach the mill and try and use the full length of our unit. Those who, who know what issues we had will understand why we couldn't use the full length of the unit previously. Now we can and I just filled it with mats because at the time we needed more mat space. With the addition of some of the extra classes, that's no longer the case. The classes have like kind of watered down. Um, and allowed the individuals to spread across the week more uniformly. So although classes are still relatively busy, they're not absolutely chocker. We've not got like 30, 40 people on the mats. So do we need as much mat space as we have? Tuesday highlighted it to a certain degree. It was a busy kids class. Lots of parents sitting there watching the kids. Shoes, flip-flops, water bottles everywhere in the gangway. And some of the adults came in more than normally would at that time. A little bit earlier than, than normal. And there was it was a bit chaotic. There was a lot going on. So for that gangway, that corridor, that walkway as you're coming in, maybe I can extend that a little bit more. And I've got a few other little ideas that I'm toying around with in terms of replacing the mat space. Obviously, we'll still have a big, a big mat, but I think maybe the space could be utilised better for it to be used when we're not actually doing jujitsu. Little, um, little tester for you there. So again, points to take forward. Normally, when I start to question what I'm doing, if my confidence starts to wane, if my self-esteem starts to drop, if I take on board and I get affected by the negative comments, it normally means, and I use the analogy of a rumble strip, if you're driving down the motorway, um, you start to switch off a little bit and your car drifts, you hit the rumble strip, it's an indication that you need to adjust your steering and get back on, on track. I use that analogy in my life that if I start to worry about what people might think, I start to take on board the negative comments. That is an indication, that is a rumble strip that I need to get back into alignment, whether that's because maybe sleep's been affected the last few days, I might have not had a decent sleep. Maybe I'm not hydrated enough. Maybe I've been overtraining. Maybe I've not been training enough. We all know how it affects mental health. Maybe I've not been training enough. Maybe I'm dealing with injuries. It's an indication that something needs to to change, getting on that rumble strip. Maybe I've been drinking too much. 
they've been eating shit. So that's a point to take forward for me. I've been affected unusually by some people's comments. And that's not like me. It normally means that um, I'm on a rumble strip. I need to address the foundations again. Nutrition, hydration, sleep, tr training, stress levels, and get back on track. So thank you for listening. Can't wait to see you all back on the mats, either this afternoon, Saturday morning, for Nogi, or next week. Have a great weekend. Catch you soon. And see you on the mats.